Hello, I'm Pau Garcia. You are listening to Transit Launch Radio at Login 2018. Wow, you make it sound really exciting. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to the Transit Lounge. How's your festival been so far? What have you been listening to, talking about? It has been really amazing. I actually wasn't expecting that amount of miscellaneous ideas and concepts like from politics to like really technical stuff. I think that's like a really reference for me because uh, most of the festivals now are really specific in the approach that they have and sometimes you you feel that are somehow they are superficial because of that and and you can see here that you can go from top to bottom in a lot of topics. Yeah, I, I think this is something that really interested me and made me want to come here and talk to people because there's such a diverse range of really interesting niches but all bringing together yeah. from this kind of almost a shared perspective in a way. I've got some questions to ask you about data. So I believe you said something so beautiful. It was something about data and the stars. Maybe you could start with that. Oh my God. Okay, so, well, <laughs> ah, okay. Yes, we, well, th this is how we started actually talking about information. We saw this tweet from Intel's and it was in 2015 already, or 2014, I don't know. And, and it was saying that for 2020, there will be more information on Earth than stars in the known universe. That actually is a very tricky sentence or quote to say, because what, what is data or what is information and how you measure it? And, and this is like an abstract concept that still is not like really well defined on a more global point of view, right? And, but you were also saying, I think, that 99% of this data is digital. And so this is also like quite a dramatic shift in how we understand and perceive the universe around us. Like I can understand this, there is a sort of poetic dimension to that that isn't what you usually think about when you're talking about big data. Exactly. Uh, so we focus a lot in, in physicalized information, right? Because we see how uh, somehow the digitalization of all this information and, and this data is somehow making us uh, less empathic to what it means, right? And, and we are surrounded by and overflown by a lot of information, a lot of data that is just meaningless for us because there is a lot. So you don't have the time or, or, or the attention to just select what is important for you. And so we try to get all this information back to earth into a more physical form so that people can really relate to it in, a, in this very visceral dimension. And so can you tell me a little bit what kind of tools or strategies do you use to do that and and what sort of outcomes like how does it look to make the data something that people can understand in a more empathetic way well we do from actually we started working with cultural institutions museums we started kind of making sculptures of, of data right but uh, the first tool that we use or the first thought we had is that if you really want the people to understand information you have to make them be part of it, right? So in most of the projects we do, we actually ask the people their opinion and then we show them the rest of people's opinions or we show them the reality or the context that are behind these opinions. And this way you make people really engage with the information and it can be visualized um, from a sculpture until like a very physical, I don't know, infographic, something like this, yeah. Your company is Domestic Data Streamers. Yeah. And so is this the, the main thing that you're doing? Is this sort of phys physicalization, visualization of data? Or do you do other, other areas as well? Well, since two years ago, we started working for commercial companies. A lot of brands started being like really interested in our approach. And there were not a lot of companies working on that. So um, we started seeing which were like 
kind of the value that we could bring to the market. And we saw like at the end that our position was more like a communication consultancy. And we started working in how we can switch from this very customer or citizen focus that uh, institutions and companies have today into more relational one. And so we are mainly working on this and how we, through information and data, we could actually bring emotions and uh, more uh, relationship focused uh, to all these companies and organizations. When you say relational or relationship focused, what do you mean by that? Is it like the, the relationship of the company to the the people, or relationships between society and data? Or yeah, so so for I, I will bring an example to the table so you can better understand. So for example, you can see how IBM was like making motherboards 20 years ago, right? And and they were product centric. And then they went to service-centric, then customer-centric, and now they are like the best friend of banks all over the world, right? Because they are the kind of a consultancy for them. And they are creating products, but to a product that is daily used by them, right? And the same happens with Netflix or Spotify, that they are products that somehow you start creating this relationship. The Discover Weekly of Spotify is a good example. Every week, you receive a list of music that is specifically created for you and not for anyone else. This is like relationship-centric. It's focusing in yourself and kind of taking care of that. And we're trying to push companies and institutions, even city halls and municipalities, to think about communication in this way, that they don't have to just explain stuff. They have to hear and understand what the people really want to have. That's actually really fascinating because I think, yeah, if, if things, if something is tailored to your interests and like what you're kind of most passionate about, then you will also listen to it and understand it in a different way. And that brings up, because I was curious about this phrase, turning raw data into erotic lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> data tends to be boring and sad, right? And most of the people, when you talk about data and when I talk to my family or, or to my friends that I work on data and information design, they tend to think that it's so boring. So we're trying to bring it to the other extreme and, and bring poetic to the way you explain things, right? And there is a sentence from Tony Sagarra, one of the biggest advertising minds in, in Spain, that said that uh, poetry is probably the most specific language from all. Right. It's even is even better than numbers and figures to explain some really human feelings and behavior. There are things that are not quantifiable, but with the right words you can quantify. And and that's what we try to have, like this very humanistic approach to information and to the way we quantify and experiment and the the perception of reality. Interesting. My mind, you may, my mind is spinning in so many different directions. But I think, you know, trying to quantify the unquantifiable is a sort of a quite a, a beautiful and, and like poetic kind of approach to take to data as well. Yeah, it is. And it's also really challenging because um, obviously when you focus on, com on companies or or organizations, they just want results. And when you like look for these lateral strategies that tend to have not a... Um, they are not shortcuts. They are ways to have like a much deeper connection to people, but also needs more time. And you need to educate a lot of people to actually uh, make them understand like the impact that these these ways can have on people. And so my last question is: What is your vision for the future, and how do we get there? Oh my God, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the vision of the future in in which terms? Um, I would say okay. I'm quite uh, optimistic 
even if most of my friends are really stopians and and really think about the future and you see what Google or Facebook or these huge companies are making to the information models today is like quite scary but I still think that people if you if we educate people if we educate societies and we somehow feel and transform like all these companies into a more transparent organizations we will we'll be able to somehow revolute and sort out all these evil minds behind that control most of the society today but let's see <laughs> i certainly hope we all get there <laughs> together thank you so much for coming to visit me in the transit lounge it was really a pleasure to talk to you <laughs> me too thank you very much <laughs>